0: And I'm Bree, and this is the R&B Podcast, a pop culture podcast where we, each week we wrap up the most recent pop culture
1: events. How are you doing, Red? Good. I thought you were about to trip that up. I felt it in my spirit, and I was like, we can't go back. I got distracted by Nick Robinson. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I'm good. It's been, a, it's been a peaceful week. I had kind of a down day yesterday, but, you know, we're on our way back. We're on the come up. How are uh-huh. you
0: um, first week of classes, which was, like, weird. I don't have classes, um, Monday or Wednesday, which is nice. But, like, my classes just don't seem as interesting as they were last semester. So,
1: mm-hmm. I don't know how this is going
0: to go. Um, Do you think
1: it's because this is your last semester? Because, I'll be honest, that, this, mm, <laughs> senioritis, I, don't, I think, hits harder in college. Well,
0: yes and no. I mean, so, one of my classes is, like, um black woman history which i'm like excited about and then i like show up to class and the professor's kind of a clown Ooh. um and then another one that i'm taking is like um just like modern art history um and that one's asynchronous so like that one's not gonna be too too bad um it's okay, so one thing that was cute like my um black woman history professor her daughter came into the like room because she's obviously on zoom and she literally goes i want you to put this on now And like, <laughs> i literally was like oh my gosh and then something and then her mom asked her to leave and then she literally goes do i have to and i was like wow a mood truly <laughs> um so that was cute i just i i just feel like maybe it's still too early to tell um, I do have a class friend already because we're in two classes together. Um, so that's pretty
1: cool. Nice. But yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I wish yeah. I could say I made friends. I've just been like making network connections on LinkedIn. So the adult <laughs> life is really taking, taking the fun out of things.
0: So. I mean, I'd be on LinkedIn too.
1: <laughs> it's not about who you know, it's about who you vaguely know. T. <laughs> All right, well, I'm excited to get into this. I feel like I'm, like I said, I feel like I'm taking a back seat in this episode. Brie's going to do our Fast Five today, so let's see what she's got.
0: All righty, so now it's time for Fast Five. So essentially, I'll give Ray five headlines from this week, Um, but this week, we're deciding to do an Inauguration Day special, so five headlines about the inauguration. And we'll just get Ray's quick thoughts on them. So, first up, Kamala D. Harris sworn in as vice president, shattering gender and racial barriers. I'm not going to
1: lie. As soon as she stepped up in that purple, listen, I was almost in tears. It was like, it was honestly like nothing I'd ever seen before. Which, granted, we were, like, cognizant and obviously, like, watching um when Obama became president and I like remember seeing he and Michelle and Malia and Sasha like walk out onto the stage and it was like such a moment but like obviously we weren't really like super attached to that and I like remember the second inauguration which I remember a little bit more in 2012 um because for some reason we got that day off for school I don't know if you remember that but we did not go to school on inauguration day. Um did we? No, we didn't. We went the day the next day. Oh, I, I have remember. No idea. Yeah, I remember watching that inauguration like at home. Um but yeah, so then like I just didn't expect it to hit as different as it did with Kamala, but I mean just seeing a woman up there and she's so regal and I just love that she was still so you know feminine and just like Uh yeah I'm a woman I'm black I'm South Asian and I'm ready to get to work and I'm excited to see what she does
0: um I read that like the purple was a nod to Shirley Chisholm which I was really mad about because my mom made me every biography project I was doing Shirley (laughs) oh we love it we love Shirley (laughs) so I was like yes purple (laughs) (laughs) oh man so next up we have Bernie Sanders inauguration day mittens had twitter talking um So I did, I literally right before this podcast, I sent you a handful of memes, but they're pretty niche and specific, but were there any fave memes that you saw?
1: Oh my gosh. I think just my favorite overall was, were just the ones that were like, Bernie really sat down, like, let me just stop by while I'm running my errands, (laughs) (laughs) because that's what it looked like. He was like. I guess I'll just run by Joe's thing like that
0: (laughs) you're so right
1: out (laughs) (laughs) like everyone else is like stunting out here in their like he didn't put down his manila folder he didn't uncross his arms he said all right here we go all right y'all done okay I have some I have some more places to stop by today so I'm gonna go ahead and head out
0: yeah, apparently the mittens were like a gift from like a supporter after he like dropped out of twenty sixteen election.
1: Yeah. So she made him um these gloves and they're made of, you know, sustainable fabrics, plastic bottles, so I mean and it's a school teacher as well. So Yeah. Um yeah, she made him these gloves and she's like, I did not expect him to still have them two years later, but he he brought he popped them out and listen ate the girls up
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm like jealous i kind of like want a pair they're really cute
1: (laughs) i know she says they're not for sale anymore which obviously she's a school teacher i'm sure she made them by hand so yeah it was like she said that she stopped making them when she had kids Mm -hmm. um
0: yeah so like it's fine but i i'm also like you can a lot of people can make mittens out of sweaters so we'll see um next we have lady gaga delivers emotional na- national anthem performance at joe biden's presidential inauguration
1: the good sis popped out like she was at the hunger games i wasn't mad but i was like all right i expect we predicted that she would like cry or try and do too much i really think she came out she did what she had to do she gave what the girls needed which was an emotional yet straightforward performance Hats off to her, really great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do feel bad. Everyone's clowning her for like looking like The Hunger Games. Listen, that Sparrow or whatever it
1: was, it I was, think it's, it's a dub. I think it's
0: supposed to be like
1: peace. Like I think it's supposed to represent peace or something. I know. I would feel bad if it's like if it like had like some sort of you know cultural or um, religious like specificity. So forgive me if we're being you know insensitive. <laughs> But the thing took up half her chest. She is all of, what, 5'3"? Like, it, <laughs> yeah. was just, it was a lot for her frame. Especially when there was so much going on with her skirt. But, yeah. So,
0: next we have a guide to the fabulous kiss of the inauguration from Kamala Harris to Michelle Obama. Um, and I mainly just picked this because I was like, we need to discuss how good Michelle looked.
1: Listen to me when she walked out those doors, (laughs) I said, yes, mama. Yes. (laughs) Like, Uh. and I think something that I've heard very little about, but like agree with completely. Everyone else was like bundled up, like coat dresses, like you know, Mm -hmm. mittens and stuff. And she looked warm, but she came out and she said, y'all are going to see this waist. Y'all are going to get this belt action. And this hair, will be windswept. She said lace wear. Stiff wear.
0: No, yeah. Her hair was phenomenal. Like, literally, I didn't even like, notice the outfit for a while because I just was like, wow.
1: <laughs> the moisture.
0: I like, I literally could not believe it. Well, also because that too, you were saying a lot of people were in coats. The whole time I was thinking I was like, the reality with Bernie is it probably was really cold. Like, I just imagine all the everyone there who was not as bundled up as Bernie was probably freezing because those coats don't do anything to keep you warm. <laughs> Truly. So, the way that she walked out, like, I was like, you know what? You made this bold choice and you look so good doing it. Um,
1: deserved. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, with everyone, every person that I talked to, the first thing that they really truthfully, Biden was there, yes. You know, <laughs> everyone was, Obama yeah. was, was it technically in the picture with her. That woman came out and she did what needed to be done, which is remind just you all that
0: she's in, us. Uh, yeah. Snatched.
1: She just had to remind us all I am Michelle. Put some respect on my name.
0: Yeah. I just, it's also interesting because, like, I remember when Michelle was, like, first lady, like, the fashion was so important. I remember, like, Black House, White Market, that store in Southlake. People were going there. Like, all the moms were going there all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, And the, so, like, with Mel- Melania, Mel- I can't even say her name. We barely talked about her fashion. So it was just interesting because I'm like, Jill Biden also looked phenomenal. She did. I um, loved all the
1: monochromatic looks. But the thing is with Melania is... As soon as she wore that I really don't care coat down to the border to um, visit children in camps, I was like, yeah, yeah, no, we're done. I just feel like no one cared
0: about her fashion to begin with. And so, like, but a lot of people are talking about Jill Biden as well, fashion-wise. So I'm excited to have, like, a first lady that, like, has little cute outfits for her, ta- her like, age mm-hmm. range. <laughs> I love I love what Jill was wearing. That blue was really nice. Yeah, all the, I was obsessed with all the monochromatic looks, honestly. I was like, th- these are some nice winter inspiration.
1: It really was. And the Biden money granddaughters money. came to slay.
0: Yes, yes. Literally, every oh, I couldn't get
1: over it. Everyone looked really great, honestly. And I can't <laughs> tell if it's that we're missing a Met Gala this year. We haven't had any red carpets in months. Like, we're just starved for fashion. But they said, I'll give you a taste. Well, like,
0: honestly, I personally have never really cared too much about political fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, that's the thing. Because, like, all, a lot of them chose like american designers for their stuff and like american black designers as well yes like that was like it was like they were very like that's it was very intentional the fashion for inauguration day and i never i think realized like how important like the fashion is politically i guess i never really cared to realize it until now so like to see that especially like winter wear as well i was like this is, I was, it was very interesting. I will pay attention more to political fashion. Tea. Um. Lastly, we have Amanda Gorman is the youngest inaugural poet in U.S. history at 22 years
1: old. I am obsessed with her. Her presence, her glow, her articulation, her mm-hmm. timeliness. Like, um, I was listening to her on CNN saying that, you know, when January 6th happened, she was only maybe halfway through the poem. She was struggling. She didn't really know what to say. She didn't really know, you know, how to express herself. Um, but as soon as that happened, and she felt so much pain and so much just confusion about our country. And she finished the poem that night. And mm-hmm. just knowing that. I mean, her words were so powerful. She spoke so eloquently. Just wonderful representation for young Black leaders and a wonderful representation for young Black girls everywhere. I just Mm -hmm. passed off to her.
0: Yes. um, She looked so great. She spoke so well. And, like, being like you are 22. I'm 22 in a week. Like I was like I could never I don't articulate myself that well ever. And to like have that pressure of writing a poem um for inauguration day is incredible. And the fact that she did it like so impressive. I have so much respect for her. Mm-hmm. But that is it for my inauguration day headlines. <laughs>
1: starting with Driver's License, which I talked about, what, two Sorry Not Sorry's ago? And like, just so proud of her. Everyone loves her. Comes out that she's breaking Ariana Grande's records for debut singles.
0: Mm -hmm. Like,
1: she has the biggest song in the world. Number one on Billboard charts. Olivia Rodrigo came onto the scene and just exploded. Which, I mean, rightfully so. And I think even, like, two weeks ago, like we were saying, when it first came out, you weren't that invested.
0: Yeah, I personally didn't care. I was like, it's a good song. Like, I will say, like, it was produced well. She is singing. The lyrics are great. Um, I just didn't understand all the personal attachment like everyone felt. Um, and also, like, hearing the story behind it i like was also one of the people like i wasn't sympathizing with joshua but i also kind of was like should we be mad at him for like like essentially breaking up with a minor like he shouldn't have been with her to begin with but like it
1: was a messy situation mm-hmm. um, which i mean then goes to to you know show it's like I just wonder how old they were during filming, I guess. I guess at the time she may have been 16 and he was 18. I don't know how old he is, to be honest. Yeah. So I don't know if, like, on screen they were supposed to be, like, all lovey-dovey and, like, we were all okay with that. And then, like, expect them to not have feelings off screen. I don't know. I don't know how you want to look at that. but Exactly. Yeah. I also – that's the thing. So I knew there was a full – like, there's like – whole story
0: that we didn't know so I couldn't I think I was like I couldn't feel the anger for Joshua that some people are feeling Mm -hmm. and I also was like this is a good song but like I'm
1: not emotionally attached to it yeah and I can't even say I was mad at Joshua it was just one of those things where it's like when you know I think there's a, a thrill that comes with oh we know who this song is about and while she didn't confirm that it was about him she didn't deny it either um she kind of just, you know, went on with the with the flow of, of life as per usual. She really hasn't done a lot of, you know, she hasn't done any live performances. She hasn't done any press or any, you know, she hasn't really talked to anyone. She really just released her song for the world to hear, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know just, you know, the background story of all this, and you need just like a quick rundown, basically... Olivia was maybe 16 at the time, 17 possibly, we don't know. Joshua was of age and they had some form of relationship. He ends up teaching her how to drive, you know, they have this really cute relationship. Like I said, they play on screen, um, you know, love interest. And so that moved off screen like a lot of Disney shows often do. However, the speculation is that they broke up because she was too young um, and potentially, allegedly, he said that he would wait until she was old enough to, like, actually date. He didn't do that. Um, He (laughs) was on almost immediately to fellow Disney star Sabrina Carpenter and then comes... Driver's license, which, like I was telling Brie earlier um, today, at like in our own messages, she sang part of the song a couple months ago in a TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't something that like she just now came. Like this isn't new tea. This <laughs> isn't recent. Like, yeah, she said that she like wrote it right after she got her driver's license. Yeah, so it was like, yeah, literally six months ago.
0: Yeah, and then I think her producer like was like, Let's actually make this into a song. She made a whole TikTok about it when it was like number three still on the charts and she was freaking out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's like it's like there's been time, like, and so people have been asking for this song to release with like full production for a long time now. You know, it comes out and initially Joshua's like, Yeah, go listen to Olivia's song. And as soon as they figure out as soon as he, I think he realized, oh, they're actually mad at me. He looks like the clown mm-hmm. who couldn't read the room.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But then he's like two days later talking about lies, lies, lies coming out. Yeah. Which again is a song that I feel like, or at least he had been hinting at for at least a month. So to my knowledge, I would have to say, because this has kind of been common knowledge, this driver's license has been common knowledge for a while now. I would say that they or he and Sabrina kind of had an inkling of maybe we should, you know, like the song might do something. I should have a response ready, which I'll listen. I listened to um, Lies, Lies, Lies last night. I listened to the first 10 seconds.
0: No sir. <laughs> i'm gonna say loki and i'll also sabrina's song as well so like josh's song loki sounds like a sean mendes song like i'm like i've heard this before the he thinks he's sean
1: mendes and it's not it's not it that's not the that's not the t yeah you look, it, yeah, like, it just you look me like a cullen sir so <laughs> you look like a cullen
0: but then also sabrina's song reminded me of like a selena Gomez. i specifically i think it was like um the song where she's like to love, love, like love yourself, but not love yourself. <laughs> I don't remember the song title. Yeah, I but like you. that's that's what Skin reminded me of. But I was like, these songs are just like it was. They're not even comparable. See, that thing. It's like as much as like I'm excited about the drama, I'm not as invested in the drama because I really don't care about any of these three people. Mm-hmm. If it was just based on the songs, like like Olivia's just so much better that the other two should be embarrassed.
1: And that's my thing, is, like, you can't get ate up like this and then come out with mediocre songs. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, honestly, I'm not in this situation. More than likely will never be in this situation. But if I was Sabrina and this great song this literally, like, you are America's darling and you are number one on the charts came out. I'd be like, you know what, sis? I can I contributed to those streams. It's a good ass song.
0: <laughs> well, like that's the thing, It's like I also I really don't think Sabrina cares that much. I think it was like more of an opportunity to release a song. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, for you to be talking about her knocking under your skin, like this makes it seem like you do care and you're kind of bothered by it. Yeah. Um, like you really should just mind your business, especially when she is older than Olivia. And like the issues apparently is like being grown versus not being grown. And it's like, chill.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, there are just, there are people who are saying, you know, well, she was talking about her boyfriend. Um, ma'am, you're 21. That'd be like you coming at your youngest sister. <laughs> like, and yeah. for what? And for
0: what? Exactly. Especially when, like, she is the one in the relationship with him. So, like, and that's I, not, I I really do think that she's not bothered by it, but also I'm just like, why participate in this drama? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you also
1: have people that are arguing, saying like, oh well, um, she's been receiving death threats, not from Olivia. Olivia mentioned did not re- mention her name, and I would say I would argue that Olivia's which I Olivia's song, which I just think is lyrically superior. Like, it's addressed to Joshua. Like, like, she mentions, you know, you're probably with that blonde girl, the one that made me doubt. Um, She's so much older than me. She's everything I'm insecure about. What did that... Where was the dig? Where was the dig? That's my question. Like, I could understand you being like, this is a power anthem for strong women to say, you know, you can't get under my skin where were the gunshots
0: yeah no like literally it didn't make sense for sabrina to make a song i can't lie though as bad as the song is i probably will listen to it next month Dear Um, god because it like i it's like it's like catchy enough that i don't hate it i kind of like the bridge um and the drama like listening to the three songs back to back which i did it's kind of so delicious. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. I like miss drama like this. Um, and I'm sad that we didn't really get too much out of like seven things. Um, I wanted a response. <laughs> oh my gosh. But
1: here's here's the thing, though. It's like, I think my point for Sabrina this whole time has been, ma'am, you're not new to this. You are a celebrity which i'm not saying that celebrities just have to deal with that threats and that they're totally un you know unaffected by them this is your you know your day to day like i don't understand how you could let this get to you so badly if if in fact it did this going based on oh yeah, she was actually hurt by this and she really did think that her and Olivia could be friends, which I don't believe that at all. You didn't care anything about that girl's feelings. Like, yeah. come on. And like, I just don't, like, I also feel like it's one of those situations where like, they really don't have to interact with each other too much.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I did see people joking, like, Sabrina's about to be cast on High School Musical the, Musical the Series Season 2. <laughs> 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 which I mean, like, I wouldn't be mad about but also, like, I care so deeply about like these disney stars mental health and that that'd be a bad situation for olivia Mm -hmm. um but it's just one of those things where like they really don't have to interact with each other um so like she should have just minded her own business and it like it'd be different i think if she was more defending joshua in the song but it really was a trying to say like you like you attacked me yeah it was like and you're like and also like she tried to say she wasn't bothered by it. That's why I'm kind of mad about the song. <laughs> like you woke under my skin, but like clearly she is a little bit if you're making this song that's awful.
1: Do you remember um, a couple of years ago that I can't even remember who sang this song? Um, but it's like the this is the this is my lifeboat or like my like my fight song. That's what it is. Oh yeah, that's that song. what it reminded me of. And I skipped that song every time it came on. <laughs> like, I don't care. That you're going to sit here and be like, I will not be bullied. Just go on with your life. Just go on. And, like, I get it. Like I said, there's a lot here. Fans take it too far. You have to understand that their fans are also more so 14, 15, you know? Even though us old heads are already in there, I'm calling us old heads because in comparison to the tweens on, on Twitter who are doing the most, we are old um but it's just (laughs) it's it's hard (laughs) it's it's hard to like to just care so much but like I said we're we're old enough that like I really do feel like I'm old enough that a, a 16 year old walked up to me and was like I don't like you or I don't like something about you I'd be like If you don't go sit down and drink your juice. (laughs) I know. I literally couldn't care less. I could not. I just,
0: that's why I think I'm like, why are you singing this song? Mm -hmm. But I do like the drama, so I can't be, like, it's like, I see, part of me is like, is this a big publicity stunt now? Like, are they all low-key and cahoots? Like, what's up? Another tweet I saw was like, Sabrina and Olivia's duets coming out next month. And it's like, (laughs) is this what really
1: is about to happen? I would hope not. Honestly, I will, I'll give, I'll concede to half of that. I feel like, I feel like Olivia's part started out in a genuine place. And I feel like, cause she, like I said, she writes music. She constantly, you know, giving out snippets on TikTok and stuff like that. And there've been a lot of songs this past year that started out as TikTok snippets that people were like, we want the full version. We want the full version. And then they became, you know, charting hits, you know? Um, That's just, like, the power of social media when everyone is at home and can consume things all at the same time. Like, so, I feel like Olivia's part didn't necessarily have to do with their, you know, publicity stunt scheme. However, do I think that Joshua and Sabrina, like I said, got wind of this early and decided to be ready? Yeah. Yeah oh man I see I'm partially don't think that Sabrina's
0: song like was created before driver's license
1: dropped I think partially because it's so bad that like it really <laughs> t- you would hope that if she had you know a couple months a heads up that it, it would be better dude it, yes like even the singing I was like this is I was like, you sound awful in this
0: song like and I don't listen to any other Sabrina Carpenter songs so honestly I have nothing to like compare it to that could just be how she sings. Um, she has stands.
1: Okay, yes, and a lot of people who don't need stands have them. I see. Like, I mean, I went back and listened to her song. She has this one song called, called "Why," which I remember um, being pretty big a couple years ago. But other than that, no, I haven't heard anything besides like the, that 2017 like summer song.
0: Well, it's also because another thing is like the Disney stars of today, and like more of like. I feel like the period between now and our time of, like, ending Disney, they're, like, basically irrelevant. They are not the Jonas Brothers, Demi, Selena, Miley that they wish that they could be.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: But I do think this little drama, like, can really promote, at least Olivia's, Olivia's going to have, like, a long career if she can, like, actually create a whole album that's really good and people support. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm like, this drama can really, like, help Joshua and Sabrina, like, have long-term like careers.
1: Um, I think it can help Sabrina. I think
0: Joshua, no. (laughs) He doesn't need to sing. (laughs) I just I also don't think Sabrina should be singing. But I think like if there's enough little like tween stands. Like those things, I don't know what the tweens are really into these days. Like that's I don't know what show Sabrina even was on for like to be like (laughs) these are her
1: fans. Oh God. Hmm I've exactly. like that
0: it it's gone. <laughs> exactly. Like at least I know Dove Cameron has live in Maddie. Like mm-hmm. that's how relevant she has real talent. is. So I was like, okay, people are like saying your name enough that like people know who you are. This is making you a little bit more relevant. Mm-hmm. Um but I still don't think I literally like the Disney stars at stage just will never be the same. So yeah. they should try.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially when you consider the fact that like Joshua Bassett, for a lack of a better comparison, is supposed to be, you know, well, I guess because of who he's technically, you know, playing in this era of high school musical, he's supposed to be the Zac Efron, you know, he's not doing it. And I honestly feel like if we saw, if we saw this drama going on when we were kids about what we kind of did about the whole Zac Efron thing, let me tell you, we would all been like, girl, yeah, y'all fight it out. But like, like I said, this boy, and maybe it's because I'm not that young. And so I just don't find that him to be attractive because he is very young. Um, but I, like I said, he looks like he needs to be in a twilight walking in point three speed.
0: Yeah, I. Ugh. But see that thing too like we had seven things which we all knew about nick to the point where he was in the video with her his like face crossed out and it's like if nick jonas would have released like a solo like response
1: like what how would we have reacted and i feel like it was given be totally... given nick's talent and how much we actually we actively thought he was cute hmm. it'd have been totally different yep. i feel like we like we probably would have teamed and like
0: if selene like okay Selena can't sing so it's kind of a similar situation to Sabrina like Selena comes out with her little like response I would have lived for that drama as (laughs) like a child teen like tween Mm -hmm. like literally wow so I'm kind of jealous that they're experiencing this now but also I just don't think that like the culture of like supporting these Disney stars is not the same as like when we were younger Yeah, I just like don't understand like how like where the drop-off is, and I think it's really, like, a Gen Zennial versus, like, Gen Z thing.
1: Yeah. Um, But, I mean, just, like, on a wider scope, um, the girl, Olivia Rodrigo has been, like, co-signed by Taylor Swift, who I think is, like, one of, arguably one of the best to ever do the, I'm going to write a song about my ex, and it's going to be at the top of the chart. So she pretty much wrote the blueprint. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, you go, girl. This is this is our time. <laughs> like, these are these are our, um, these are our moments. And. I honestly do feel like just based on the lyrical talent and her voice, which oh, I love, uh, Swifties may be upset. Hear me oh, out. 100 percent. Hear me out. <laughs> I think where Olivia is right now in comparison to where Taylor was when she was that age if she gives us a good album surrounding this single she could be in a better space than Taylor was at this time in her career 100%
0: It's so, the sad thing is it's so heavily based on how this album is mm-hmm. um because there's and there's going to be a lot of pressure now and and honestly like we don't does she say
1: she's going to do an album like Or no? I don't know. I'll send you a snippet of a song that she did, like, a couple, um, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I guess, that I really liked. So I'll send you. It's another messy song. But, like, the girl, like, she's very good at, like, that, you know, that Taylor Swift, like, I'm going to take what I'm feeling right now in this moment and make it a song and only care about my feelings. And I think that's perfectly valid. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I just, I'm very, yeah, I'm very curious, because it also was, like, a specific type of sound. Um, Where, like, Taylor also had, like, her very, like, niche sound, but she was able to, like, really broaden that, not always in the best way. I mean, reputation. I love reputation, but, like.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) That did not need to happen. She needs to put those bass drums away. (laughs)
0: Like, that's just, like, it's such a weird era for her. And, like, the not nicole olivia like i like her sound but i also don't know if i could listen to a whole album like that Uh and i'm very curious of like what her range is um and also like i want like i do want to support her because i i would love for more people to come into like the music industry um that are younger and like actually produce good music Uh um yeah just, there's a lot of different factors that will go into like her actually being able to capitalize on this fame because it's even to the point where like my washington washington post emails today they were talking about olivia um Ooh. no mention of like the sabrina and joshua songs but they were really just talking about how olivia's song how like the perfect perfect comp like perfect combo of like news outlets also reporting about it the lyrics being great and also social media um and so like the fact that like national news are like reporting this like her album like people are really gonna be looking at this album if she releases one um but she also could just be a singles girl so who's to say
1: yeah i mean i really do think that we're seeing now the we could potentially be seeing now in the young music industry like these like you said newer artists that are coming out that these are going to be the artists that you know we're going to be talking about like pretty much growing up with or like this was the, the sound mm-hmm. of, our, of our you know generation, you know. Exactly. Where, like, you have your Chloe and Hallie, who are really, I think, going to be our R&B girls and like are doing great things together. You have your Olivia Rodrigo who's going to be, like I said, potentially could be, you know, was Taylor Swift type, you know, like I don't know how we're looking on the pop girly side of things, you know. We thought that Normani was going to come out and give us some cute choreo and stuff. Well, it's still, like, you know, to be determined on that front. But just as far as, like, what we're going to see our generation really doing, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I feel like the pop scene is still so hard because, like like I was saying, we've supported these other pop artists for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, this, people still the same energy for Miley's newest album as we did for when she did, like, the Best of Both Worlds double-sided CD. Like, (laughs) that's the thing. It's like, we keep supporting these pop artists from our time, so I think that's why it's so hard, like, so much harder for, like, a new pop girly to really come in. The thing is, we're tired of Taylor Swift. We're looking for a new girl to just... And that's the thing, because Taylor kind of gave up on that aspect of her, like, career, where, like, her songs now, like, aren't as good about, like, those moments that she's filling in. She's doing this new thing of evermore and folklore. Um, and so, like, I think that's why Olivia's able to come in.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. She made room. She really did make room for she her. She made room.
0: Um And I, I don't know if it's because Taylor was slipping. I mean, also, like, Taylor will forever have her Swifties who, like, will support her no matter what sound she does. But, like, there really was an opportunity. And that's the thing. is like, I don't know when there would be an opportunity for, like, a new young pop girly to come in.
1: I honestly think the door is wide open. Who do we know who is giving us consistent? Well, other than Ariana, who I think is stepping more into her R and B bag, and let's be honest, she doesn't really give us choreo. She doesn't really give us, you know, like obviously her performances are huge, but they're not because her as a performer is so huge. Like when it comes to performing, performing, her voice is phenomenal. She's like a Mariah. She's more of a Mariah Carey. You know, Mm -hmm. everything around her is going to be glamorous and her voice itself is going to be so amazing that you're not going to care what she's actually doing and that she's stiff as a board, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, but I think the issue more is the pop girl scene is just too, like, full, like,
0: we still have Gaga, yes, Gaga's older, but like, we still be listening to her, even Katy Perry, as annoying as she can be sometimes now, like, she still be taking up room in the industry. Oh. I resent
1: that. Which one, Katie's streams have been down, which y'all need to get back on that. See, um, she's like still support Katie. <laughs> huh? You're like still oh, support I, Katie. I support the Katie. Industry. <laughs> <laughs> give industry. Give, give Katie all her daisies. I love her. I will always love her. Um she's just so pure and she's just so herself. How do you not love that? No, anyway. I think she is
0: so funny. Like she's I a think... funny celebrity because she does not care.
1: Tea. But I don't think that she's drag that she's dragging eyes away from anyone. Personally, I don't. And I- no, I don't and think she's think dragging we-
0: eyes away. But I'm saying like there's not. We get enough pop music, and I think that's what actually happened. With Normani is that there's so much quote pop because pop now really what is it? Um, like that it wasn't it was hard for it again because honestly there's no if the door was wide open there was no reason normani was not able to
1: oh no i i we and that could be a whole other conversation in itself i really do think that it's more of normani's management or her record company or something's going on there because she put out motivation there was like she gave us so many great performances her vma performance literally tore up social media like she had so much going for her and all we needed was an album. All we needed was a second single. She hasn't put anything out since Motivation. Yeah. And that's the issue. Normani's success wasn't dependent on whether there was space. Her, like, cause she kicked the door open. Whether the door was open or not, she kicked that hoe open and bounced it off her booty like that basketball in the, mo- in the music video. Like She was here. All so do you think if Olivia, do... oh sorry, well I was just saying like when when your door of opportunity opens, you got to sprint through it.
0: So that's what I'm about to say is so, like if Olivia doesn't do an album, do you think that she just fades?
1: I it, we've seen it happen before, so yeah, I think if we don't see you know more music or at least another single, that's the thing. Like just if you are gonna have you know that kind of um, uh, like like Megan. Megan, we technically didn't get an album from Megan until last year. Like, we had, we got singles. We got plenty of singles. We got an EP. We got, you know, lots of music videos. Like, so technically, I don't think anyone even noticed that Megan hadn't had an album out until last year. And no one really cared. Granted, I feel like her album release then fell flat. However, she was still relevant because she kept feeding or, you know, she kept taking steps after the door had been opened for her. See, like, I know Haley,
0: like, only ever did singles. I don't know if she ever ended up releasing an album.
1: Yeah. And I feel like...
0: She wasn't going to. No, yeah. I know, like, she made that choice of doing... And I think that partially is why, like... I feel like we're the only people I know who really listen to her <laughs> when she releases uh-huh. this. And honestly, I haven't listened to her in some time. She um, hasn't put out much. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I think I think she's stopped really doing music as much because I know she also acts. Um, but that's the thing is, like, I feel like she would have had more success if she did not have like an actual album. Uh-huh. And like, there's a moment where I think, and th- and honestly, this is now that I think about it I was watching a Glee documentary the other day and they're talking about how Glee did so well on iTunes back then because like people were just buying the singles they were charting so much and I think there's a time where some artists were thinking that they only needed to release singles Mm -hmm. um, to get success and then like they never really were focusing on doing albums they thought for a reason like I think singles also are cheaper to create and like it's only like a one-off thing but I feel like that was, like, to the detriment of, like, that era. Like, I feel like there's a lot of people from that time period that just did not take off. And also partially because other people had really strong careers at that time. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, like, I feel like even if Olivia releases another single, like, it, I don't think it's going to do as well. And it, it makes me worried because I feel like she needs an album to, like, actually get the success that she deserves.
1: Yeah, and we know that she can deliver on a, on a larger scale than just drama. Yeah, it's mainly because I'm tired
0: of the same old,
1: same olds
0: being in the music industry. <laughs> so I'm yeah. ready for some fresh people.
1: Yeah, and I think we are people who actually listen to albums. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what she can do. So now it's
0: time for Sorry Not Sorry, where... Ray and I just talked about what we are unapologetically excited about or just what we want to discuss um, without being sorry about it. So,
1: Ray, what's yours this week? Mine this week is blackness. Let me tell you. <laughs> Last night, there was the verses between, which is like, for those of you who don't know, it's like, um, I don't know, I it, it's like a, battle quote-unquote battle between two artists which started I want to say with like um I'm pretty sure that it's like Ja Rule or or someone who's like above all of this you know it's like artists from the black community specifically um Mm -hmm. that come together and go head to head and um on their music it's all about nostalgia it's all about like all these songs that we remember that you know and like there are winners and losers unofficially but it's like million like a approximately like a million people get on you know to instagram or apple where these things are like streamed and just like vibe out together about this black music
0: mm-hmm.
1: last night um was Keisha Cole and Ashanti, which if you didn't grow up in a black household in the early 2000s or have any access to 106 and Park after school, you wouldn't know who either of those people are. But there were some summers in the early 2000s where Ashanti and Keisha Cole would get your entire life. I also Was
0: this also the one that got postponed? Mm-hmm, it was. Okay.
1: Yeah. Which you can talk about their attitudes if you want to. I'm not here to talk about that. What really like Girl, me... I watched a little bit of it and I was like, why are they mad? <laughs> Listen, every like really the thing is for me when I'm watching these things isn't necessarily like them specifically or or whatever. One, it's the community which I love, and two, it's like I'm just glad I grew up listening to this music. I'm glad I grew mm-hmm. up black. Like I just the vibes were immaculate the memes and you started jokes. with the way that I love you and that like that was one of my first
0: music videos on my iPod touch
1: oh my gosh I'm <laughs> like you had like I feel like we all we often have these like throwback r b moments but it's like listen heaven sent for me mm-hmm. love for me Keisha Cole listen yeah you, should, you could unbeaten for me which I'm now realizing, at like that, I'm older. Like homegirl cannot sing, and that's not her fault. Okay, <laughs> we put her well, on. Also, pedestals.
0: I'm curious if their voices just are not as good because okay. we're talking about Ray like minimum fifteen years ago. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like we're in our early twenties. So oh like, no, these childhood moments.
1: We're like. I forget how long ago like I was listening to these songs. Yeah, no. Love came out in 2005. Those runs were not put together on the on the recorded tracks. So you can go back and listen to the produced version from 2005. It is no better. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was not good, but listen, the emotion was there. I remember I remember being in the car listening to these songs like getting my entire life like I just I love this music. I love these vibes. Like, for anyone who is looking for R&B or anyone who just, you know, maybe wants to know a little bit more about Blackness, I am telling you, a day filled with Ashanti, Keisha Cole, Fantasia, Jill Scott, like, a day full of these ladies will have you write in the best of moods, it's the best music to cling to. It's the best music to just sit and study to. I mean, vibes are just immaculate. I love Black women. I love just the fact that I had the opportunity to grow up with this music as a part of my culture. I was just vibing last night. And honestly, I encourage everyone to, to get on board. Get with the vibe. Mm-hmm. You might calm down a little bit. I, like, saw people talking about it
0: on Twitter, too, and, like, (laughs) there was so much discourse on my timeline because people were asking about Justin Timberlake versus Usher, but then they were, like, they're, like, nah, they're too whitewashed now. They're, like, they could only do their songs from pre, like, 2006 or something. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: 2006, 2007, Justin Timberlake, because I took that trip, too, because we all let him have a perm. And, and I know I, I was I don't remember who I was talking to about it.
0: Um and they were I was like I just don't know what happened to Justin Timberlake. and they're like, he got white. And I was like <laughs> You know what? You're right.
1: We accepted him into the fold.
0: We I was like curly him. hair,
1: Justin was it. It really was. We let him have that perm and we let him walk around like he was black. And honestly, those were the days. Justified, an album. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, and, and honestly, I was listening to some late 90s, early 2000s Usher. I I think I've said it here before. Confessions was it mm-hmm. might always be one of my favorite R&B albums. I knew that thing front to back. I should not have known those words. I should not have known a single song on that album. I knew the whole thing. Still know it. Still vibe. It's so good. It. I, I like I stand on that to this day. Unless your name is Usher Raymond, you have nothing to confess to me. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's my tea. I I love blackness. I love black R and B, and I just I I'm very appreciative of the time that we we grew up in. So that's my sorry not sorry this week. What do you got, B? Um, my
0: sorry not sorry this week is another show that I accidentally got hooked on um on netflix the crown i know it's been four seasons so like people have been new about this show um but like i've never been the person who like really cared about the royal family like i don't get it i don't get the fascination with it um like i remember watching i guess it was a royal wedding in sixth grade um like and that's exact how i don't know what event it was that's how much i cared about it mm-hmm. um but i was like let me just like go and watch this like I need something that I can like not pay attention to um and I've really enjoyed it and I'm surprised by it I watched half a season I watched half season two like yesterday last night by accident I meant to only watch two episodes ended up watching five um and I think it's just because it's like good drama um and I don't, and because I don't have, like, a royal f- family fascination, I don't, like, know any of their history. So, like, a lot of this stuff is, like, I'm learning a lot of, like, history things. I know, like, it's not obviously, the like, historically accurate. But, like, the big events that actually happened in real life, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I didn't know, like, the royal family was, like, connected to that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And also, it's just interesting because it's, like, the first, like, two seasons especially about like the queen's early like career and like i didn't realize like how much she had to like go through so early on and like so young um so yeah i'm really obsessed with it though like
1: i'm literally cannot
0: wait till when i get to watch more episodes
1: That's steve that's one of those shows that i heard a lot about and i continually hear a lot about and i just had it like it hasn't ever come up on my Netflix account, and so I just haven't watched it. Um, but if I get some time, I might. Yeah, it's like
0: good easy watching. Like I really couldn't tell you in detail if I like think it's created well or like the script is good or if like the costumes are historically accurate. Like I literally, it's like so background, but like it's some good drama. And I feel like I hear some people are into the royal family because of the drama, mm-hmm. but I think it's easier for me to care about old drama because the new drama like makes me actually sad (laughs) Like that's tea um yeah so like this i'm like wow this is juicy and it also gives a lot of perspective of how like megan and harry happened because so much of that early drama are like people in the royal family wanting to get married to people who like were divorced or like aren't a part of like royalty or like not approved um by the royal family and so i think that's why like the queen was so lenient with this situation Mm -hmm. and obviously we know how it all is a mess now but it's really
1: interesting cool i mean i think um something's on on topic but i'll be off topic like because i just we're not british obviously (laughs) and we don't watch the bbc so Uh we don't like um I, I i'm never really like don't have a concept of like the royal family or like what it actually means and stuff like that but mm-hmm. like the other day i guess the queen is like up there i guess she's what closer to 98 something like that like yes. i didn't realize how old she is and but... they're planning her 70th 70th like 70th, yeah that's a hard word
0: i haven't had to say that ever like 70th? anniversary. Yes. yeah 70th like anniversary of her coronation is next summer 2022 and like
1: now that i'm invested a little bit in their life i'm kind of wanting her to make it like yeah but like i was i saw a tiktok the other day that was like this is what happens when the queen dies and it's basically like you know charles gets put in which he looks like a bag of bones i have never seen a man up front but he just he looks worse than the queen um yes but basically, he becomes king and all that kind of stuff. And like, I, I guess I just didn't really realize that like Kate is actually going to be queen like in this lifetime. Like, I don't think I ever thought that we would see a new king and queen. You know? So um, yeah. But basically, yeah. there's like twelve days of mourning. Like basically, the whole world is going to shut down. Not just like the UK, but like everyone.
0: Yeah, no, it's honestly wild. And we're really going to go from like this very almost 70 years of her ruling to a very quick one. And I honestly can't, I forgot this older son's name, but I also can't see him Edward. being
1: king. Is that his Kate? name? I think it's, Harry's brother? I just know, I know Kate. I know, I know Harry. I think it's Edward, Prince Edward. Is that his? I don't know. Look I was at that. Going Hold to. on. <laughs> I really don't think that's right, but maybe
0: you are right. I have no idea. That's how unfamiliar I he's so bland.
1: <laughs> he really is. Prince Harry king? Duke Who of is that... Mary. Who's William. To? William.
0: Oops. <laughs> so embarrassing. Yeah, so yeah, I also can't imagine him being king. And that's like what's so wild to me. Also, that's another thing they talk about in the series, is that the king like kingdoms don't do as well as when there's queens. Mm-hmm. Um, They have a bad history of, like, kings. And I think it's, like, that they also die faster and stuff like that. Like, it's always tragic, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to recommend The Crowns. Um, That was not what this was supposed to be. But I am enjoying it, and I'm surprised by it. So I was like, let me talk about it. That's the team.
1: (laughs) That's all it takes to make a sorry, not sorry.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Next week, I could hate it. Who's to say? Oh, my goodness.
1: Let's hope not. <laughs> Alrighty, well, alright, guys. That's going to end this week's episode of R&B. If you can like, do it. If you can subscribe, do it. Follow us on all of our social media. Give us a share. Be out here in these streets for us because we are trying to be out here in these streets for you guys.
0: And as always, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>